This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun. We might actually learn something along the way. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. And this is our show. Ian. Hello, Dave. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We just had a conversation about how I was going to bring us in on this time, and then I didn't do that thing. That was the thing that I didn't do. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I'm Dave. I'm Ian. This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. Ian, I'm easily distractible. We're an automotive podcast. Oh, right. That's what we're supposed to talk about. Yeah, we're an automotive podcast. We talk about cars. Um, and uh, we're trying this on YouTube Live now. That's yeah. what we're doing. So yeah. um, let's get started by not talking about cars <laughs> per se, but I'm gonna, we'll bring it back. Okay. All right. All right. Hit me with your p- best shot, Pat Benatar. So... I was driving over here. Sure, sure. As I do. Uh-huh. To come here uh, to record this d- show. Dodging potholes in your R32. Dodging potholes. Uh-huh. Yeah. On the rare occasion that I can lift my eyes up from the three feet immediately in front of my car while I'm right. scanning for potholes. Or just number two pencils that might be <laughs> left on the right. road. Anything that might put a hole, hole in my oil pan. A hole in your oil? <laughs> hole in my oil. <laughs> Got a hole in my oil, uh-huh. um, which is really, I mean, honestly, <laughs> any number of things could do that. Um, I noticed, you know, I drive through a lovely neighborhood. Yeah, I'm on yeah. my way over here. Yeah. You, you live in a, in a nice neighborhood. There's families out. Right. Like that. Yeah, the, it's a beautiful night here in Denver. Gorgeous. Amazing night. This it's is beautiful. why you live in Colorado. It's like 74, yeah. 5 degrees. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there were, there were families out and about. Sure, sure. As they do. And uh, I noticed, for, for whatever reason, it just struck me that all of the families I was seeing were all coordinated. They were all colored. Like, one family had all matching t-shirts on. Another family, like, some of them were just all just in the same, you know, color group or whatever for all their clothing. Um, everyone was just, like, really coordinated. Okay. All the families were coordinated. Are you colorblind? No, I am not colorblind. <laughs> Everyone was wearing gray. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. No, I'm being I'm being okay. uh, I'm being serious. Yeah. Really, all of the families I saw, they were all they were all very coordinated and just like looking very but it was on purpose coordinated sort of uh, thing. Okay, go on. So that got me to thinking. About an FMK cars. Okay. It's going to really, we're going to dig deep into getting some information about, about Dave. Oh, no. Yeah. FMK cars is a game that Ian and Dave play on the Team Clear Coat podcast. It's based on the classic game, Fuck, Mary Kill, but instead of playing it with people, we play it with cars because we're not awful and we're nice. In this game, F means you drive it for a day, you hit it and quit it. K means you kill it, you send it to the crusher immediately. M means you marry it, you put a ring on it. Correct. Okay. So, this one is called, We Finish Each Other's Sandwiches. That's <laughs> <laughs> a rest of development reference. It's fine. It's, uh, don't worry about it. Okay. All right. All right. His and hers cars. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So in this scenario, uh-huh. you and your girlfriend both get these cars. Okay. All right. So you have matching a matching his and hers car. Okay. Now, it, this is important. This is your decision alone. Okay. You are picking these cars. Uh-huh. And critically, she knows 
that it was your, your decision, decision alone. alone. Okay. So okay. whatever she gets, uh-huh. whatever she's trying to do her normal, you know, chores or or whatever in that's horrendously compromised. Because she's in a Lotus 7 or something. Right. Now, I gave myself a rule for this. Okay. These are going to be brand new cars. Okay. All right. And they're all, they all, all cost around 60 grand. Okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. So they're not going to be like crappy cars or anything. No. They're going to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them will be compromised in some way or another. Okay. All right. We'll I'll pull up our browser so people can see what we're cooking up here. Okay. I think, I think this is a really good. I like this idea. This is yeah. a really good relation. We're going to get lots of information about your relationship right now. Sure. Let's okay. have it. Let's all have right. it. So the first one. Is a Cadillac ATS V. Okay. All right. So it's gonna sure. it's gonna have the six speed. Uh huh. And the whole thing. Okay. All right. Wait, okay. No problem. Yep. So that's that's a coupe, correct? Uh, you we... can get it in the coupe, but I believe they also make a four door. Okay. All right. Um, I don't care which one you pick. Okay. All right. I sure. believe I believe you can get the V in the four door. I am not sure. Okay. All right. So his and hers. Cadillac ATS Vs. Let's call it. Let's call it the coupe, though. Let's okay, call it, let's sure. Say you, you both get the coupe. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Oh, and the other thing, you both can modify them however you want. Okay. All right. Okay. The second one is a Mercedes GLC AMG 43 coupe. G43. Okay. All right. I like that we're sticking with the coupe theme here. GLC. Oh, except 40, it's not the, a real coupe because it's oh, that it's horrendous. The GLC. Thing. Oh, Ian. Yeah. <sighs> That like SUV, yeah, terrible uh, nastiness. Okay, all right, because they saw what BMW did with the X6, and they were like, "We want one too." Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what they yeah. did, which is yeah. horrendous, awful decision that no one should ever make. Okay, all right, go on. Okay, all right, all right. Then that, the, and then the last one. Okay, is a Ford F three fifty. Ranch. <laughs> Ian. Ian. Hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me see. Let's. But you got the best part about this is showing your work. Right. 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 Audibly. Yeah. So my girlfriend, uh, uh, she has absolutely no aversion to a manual transmission car. Okay. She's driven the Vigan. Okay. Uh, we talked about how she drove the Volkswagen Beetle right, after right, not right. driving That's a manual right. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And like she was running lean in fourth gear, didn't even think about it. She was in third. Right. Right. It was like, yeah, it was one of those just, you know, you just do it. Instinctual. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, um, I'm thinking the ATSV is definitely in the running for a Mary or uh, F. Okay. Right. I really wanted to do something like really compromised, but I but I was like, we've done so many uh, Morgan three wheelers. <laughs> Can't do that. True. True. But I was gonna do like a, just a stripped out track day car, but then I right. was like, yeah, well, let's just do something performance e. Yeah. She she dailies a Lexus RX, so she sits up higher. Right. So the GLC would be a more appropriate vehicle, or the King Ranch. Hmm. The King Ranch is another level. <laughs> Of yeah. sitting up high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also a whole other load of problems if you don't like need need a, that size car. Yeah, I, I I think I would actually have to kill the King Ranch in this scenario. Okay. Because I think it would drive both of us up the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 
certainly a, I know for sure it would drive her up the wall as far as like trying to park it and stuff like that. And it would drive me up the wall because I just like truck runs in my blood. I want a Dodge Power Wagon, but I don't want to live with a Dodge Power Wagon every right. day. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think I have to kill the King Ran. I, wait, I'm sorry, Ian, I misspoke. I have to kill the King Ranch. Yep. <sighs> you have to do it properly. Yeah. So then that leaves the GLC and the ATSV. Okay. This is a tough one, Ian. This is a tough one. If you, what would you do if you were doing this with you and your wife? Well, yeah, that's a whole other thing because Jenny does not drive stick. Well, she chooses not to drive she stick. Cho- well, emphatically chooses not to drive stick. Mm-hmm. Insists that it is impossible for her and she refuses to do it. Um, that said, you know, have being for- forced to drive a manual transmission would not be the worst like car related thing I've foisted upon her. True. <laughs> in our True. Long history. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> it would be really bad because she would hate, she would hate the other two. As right. Well. Right. She would like that car the most. Okay. Of the three, because she likes to sit low. The ATS. The yeah. ATS. Yeah. She does like to sit low and she gets car sick in, in really wobbly cars, right? Yes, she yeah. does. Yeah. Um, and she would, there's no way she would drive the F-350. Right. Zero, right. zero way. She could have like three horses uh-huh. in our living room. And the <laughs> only way that they were going to leave is if she could tow them with a vehicle that she owned. And she'd be like, I'm not driving that. <laughs> I, I I would be interested in like, do, do you remember when, uh, I can't remember, a, a music publication gave a kid, they traded a kid his uh, iPod and they gave him a Sony Walkman tape player. Oh really? And and they wrote a story about it. Uh huh. And so like he was completely baffled that he could just couldn't pull up any song. It, right. it, like it, like a twelve year old kid. Right, right. Right. Yeah. And he thought the um normal metal switch was for normal metal as in heavy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. But I I I would be interested in seeing Jenny go through life in the same vein uh, of like the voice of that article with a Ford F three fifty King Ranch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So okay. So here's what I'm gonna do, Ian. I'm gonna f that Cadillac ATS. Okay. And I I hate to say it, but I have to marry the cattle or the Mercedes GLC. Okay. And I would have to be one of them. Mm-hmm. So. Mainly because, and that is the way that in that that car is compromised. Yes, <laughs> is the way that everyone else sees you on the road. Y- you're exactly right, and but th- the thing is, I think this is the Subaru Tribeca syndrome, where you need to get in and out of it in the dark <laughs> in order to live with it. Because once you're inside of it, and this is clutch for me, this is why I have an old man sedan. Is inside, it's a nice place to be. I spend tons of time driving. Yeah, I don't think your analogy 100% holds up because there's also like a, an image that other people... Other, because if people see the Subaru Tribeca, they just go, oh, that's an ugly car. True, true. But they say that with this, with the GLC, they go, oh, that's an ugly car. Whoa, what a douchebag. <laughs> true, true. And I think I would just have to live with that, to be honest with you. Okay. 
Yeah. I think my answer would be I would crush the GLC. Okay. Um, I would marry the ATS. Okay. And just, I guess, put up with some complaining. And then uh, for a day, we would drive the F-350. I want a video of of you guys driving an F three fifty for a day. Yeah. Period. Well, when we rented the the Tahoe. Oh yeah, yeah. XLT or whatever uh-huh. the hell the yeah the, the Yukon XL the Yukon yeah, yeah, XL yeah. yeah yeah. Um, you know Jenny had to drive that in downtown Minneapolis. Really? Uh, okay. And she was just like, "This is this is horrible." <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She hated it. Yeah. I don't know. I think if I have to sit in traffic, which I do all the time. Right. I hate to say it, but it's got to be the Mercedes. Okay. Interesting. <sighs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Did you get what you wanted? Yeah. Out of this? Yeah. Well, I was hoping to get a little bit more of like balancing your wants and needs. Right. Versus versus her wants and needs. Right. Us. And and I think that's what that car does. Okay. Because given that she's accustomed to her Lexus RS. But would you just for you, would uh-huh. you pick the ATS? It, I would not I would I would hesitate to pick a manual as my daily now. Really? Manual is getting relegated to fun car for me <sighs> because I drive so much. You do Ian. a lot. You do a lot of city miles. I do so many city miles, Ian. Disappointed. Hey, (laughs) Ian. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Okay. All right. All right. That's fine. No, that's good. It's fine. (laughs) Why why is your voice going up like that? I don't know what you're talking about. It's not. I want I want I do have a my eye another my eyes I want to talk about. Okay. All right. I'm very sorry. Um So today we were walking to we walked to a arts festival that's uh, like in our next door neighborhood. Sure, the Cherry Creek Arts Fest. Arts Fest. And uh, we were um, we were walking along, and Nico was asking me literally every car we saw. What's that car? What's okay, that car is that the fastest car in the world? What's that <laughs> car? And it would be like, no, that's not the fastest car in the world. That's a Honda Civic. Right. That's a that's a Toyota Camry, and that's another Toyota Camry. You just asked me that. <laughs> Uh, but we did see a Mitsubishi uh, 3000 GT. Uh-huh. Um, and for whatever reason, it like came flooding back to me that I had a middle school teacher that had one. Oh, wow. Um, Th- did this middle school teacher sell cocaine on the side? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, she was married. I don't know if like her husband had a had a good job like or collectively what? they had money as a couple right because something. the middle school salary is probably not bringing that in probably not yeah but like i couldn't remember her name and i couldn't remember what she taught but i just remember the 3000 gt i remember she had a red 3000 gt right and it was like so many orders of magnitude cooler than every other car in the parking lot right right that i just thought she was the coolest person sure ever yeah and I still have two people uh, that are like I keep in touch with that I went to middle school with. Okay. Um, like two friends. And I I was like texting them, <laughs> trying to get them to remember. And they both remember the car. Neither of them remember the name or, okay. the, or the what it, whatever it was. And then I realized that my sister was at my parents' house. So I had her like going through my yearbooks, which of <laughs> course I still have at my parents' house. Why are you sending your sister on this mission? I don't she know. has so much better things, so many, many better things to do. Yeah. Raising children. Yeah. Okay. And you found? 
she found a whole, she sent me the list of everyone on the staff and i still have no idea <laughs> so if you went to middle school in Don't the suburbs of chicago you, <laughs> and you remember a a tall blonde female middle school teacher of some subject <laughs> maybe math or science that sounds right who had a red 3000 gt uh-huh let me know Okay. I'm going to do nothing with the information. <laughs> no, but it, but I think that has a lot to say about uh, when you view the car of an adult as a kid. Right. Formulating your opinion of that adult mm-hmm. completely changes. Yeah. Right? That's true. I had a neighbor that had a Ford Taurus SHO. Okay. And I just thought it was the coolest, right? Uh-huh. And then some... Uh, and like he was kind of a dick actually right mm-hmm. uh but on the other side of the neighborhood i had a neighbor that had a dodge stealth right which is the same right. cha- same yeah. platform as this mm-hmm. right yeah it had a dodge stealth and like the if i remember correctly he had a vanity license plate that said like f117 or what was the stealth fighter oh that? uh one so f117 yeah f117 yeah so he had a vanity oh, plate weird. that had that yeah i mean yeah. it's lame yeah but yeah yeah right but no, <laughs> and also so i had a a high school high school teacher that drove a uh postal van really like a legit yes. postal van yes a postal van like was he also a postman no no. He just drove a postal van? He just drove like a postal Like a decommissioned van. one or something? Decommissioned postal van. Interesting. Yeah. That was his daily. But you know, I I think I know exactly. I can explain this with one anecdote that I assume is true about this person. Yeah. That he told at least, I'm going to say, seven people a day how much he bought at that auction for. It's so like how little he paid for it at the auction. Sure, sure. Probably. <laughs> you would think. That would be the only reason to get that. Right. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, that's like if you're that person, that's your brag, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. A postal van. It's so weird and random. Yeah, especially to be a high school teacher. Yeah, like you would just get ragged on constantly by the kids. I would think. No, no, he was a really nice guy, oh, and really? it was just like I don't know. I think like for me, that was part of learning as a kid that like. I don't know that like that there's like norms in what you see in adult behavior. Okay. And then there's outliers. Okay. And like the kind of stuff that catches your attention. Okay. You know, that like makes you sense. see everybody else is driving. Like I had a German teacher that drove a Ford LTD, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I like the cool, like uh, human anatomy teacher that drove a Camaro. Right. 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 right, right. You know, but then like, but then here comes my social <laughs> studies teacher in a postal van, you know? And I don't know. That's just when you start formulating things about, like, weird being cool. Yeah. That you makes know? sense. Yeah. 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 I, got, I, got, I get that. Right. Right. Um, what else did I see? Oh, we saw, uh, like, a pre-war LaSalle. I don't even know what that is. Um, yeah, LaSalle was an old um, automaker. How do you spell it? L-A space S-A-L-L-E. Yeah. 
LaSalle. Hey. Okay. Uh, L-L-E, I think. Right? Is that what you said? Uh, I, I can't know. see anything. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So it was a convertible, and it has this crazy hood ornament. Uh, but LaSalle, if I remember right, and I meant to look this up and I totally forgot, um, but I believe that they were... Um, uh, that they were like absorbed by one of the one of the big three. Okay. Um, I don't really remember. I think uh, General Motors. It, yeah. is, they is got the, absorbed by General Motors eventually, uh, but they were they were around for a long, long time. What was the hood ornament like? Was it like any of these? It like, was like this one. Oh, okay. It looks like like fabric blowing in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's super weird and cool. Interesting. Okay. Uh huh. Um, but like, weird. so like, I tried to get Nico interested in it and he was just like didn't even know what to make of it because it looks so much sure looks so weird and I it had it was one of those ones like that had it was a it was a it was a, a cabriolet and it had the rumble seat in the back and I was like yeah you sit like basically in the trunk right right um and he just thought that was like the weirdest thing ever like why do you sit in the trunk <laughs> yeah yeah like to him that w- is probably closer to a bus than it is any other car yeah Right. Yeah, because it's like the same dimensions as a bus. Like it's right. just huge. Right. Huh. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know if I've ever seen one or noticed one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of pre-war stuff just blends together for me. But yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Like pre-war cars, I know nothing about them. Yeah. Um, and I wish I knew more. Sure. Um, but I I don't I don't know anything about them. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what else uh, should we talk about? Let's talk about... Uh, so we have Formula F1 to talk about. We do. Formula Effington 1 because it was in Britain. It, that's true. That's true. I, I myself, know that it was in Britain. I made myself some tea. Some Did lo- you? A lovely cup of tea to watch the to watch the race this morning. Very appropriate. Yeah, I thought so. But we also should talk about uh, Formula Effington 2. Oh, there's a two. Oh, there's a two and there's a three. <laughs> okay. I, I knew that there was a three, I, yeah. which ostensibly would lead me to believe there was a two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, right. um, so this weekend, uh, there was some drama with uh, a guy named Santino, Santino Ferrucci. Okay. Who is an American uh-huh. uh, driving in, in Formula 2, which is the feeder series for Formula 1. Gotcha. And... He is basically just a, a renowned, just spoiled brat, essentially. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like, people just kind of uh, just assume that he's a spoiled brat, and his dad is kind of a handful as well, and all this other stuff. But it all came to a head this weekend. So, first he got a fine for texting while driving a Formula 2 car. Which is insane. So, tell people the circumstances of what was going on. Right. Because so, that's one of those headlines, like texting while driving a, a Formula co- car right exactly so you are the fia has in the rule book that you're not allowed to have a cell phone in the car sure at all yeah you should certainly strap a lithium-ion battery to you somewhere in your racing Mm -hmm. suit Mm -hmm. yeah while you're piloting a car in excess of how many miles an hour probably probably 180 i don't know yeah and how many g's right yeah a lot Yeah. yeah five or six probably yeah yeah, sure. So your iPhone is certainly yeah. not going to get warm at any point. Now, to be fair, he was he was just driving it from the paddock to the pit. Right. But it's still something that's not allowed. And he had a glove off, so he was using it. Right. Right. Because the touchscreen won't work. Right. Through the racing glove. Right. 
fireproofing usually impacts touchscreen performance. A bit, a bit, from what I've heard. A skosh. Yeah. So so a, a technical director for the FAA saw him, and so he got a fine. Right. So then he's having, he during the race, he's having these scraps with his teammates. So he, he uh, drives for a, a team called Trident, which is um, basically the feeder team for Haas. So oh, okay. He's a Haas development driver. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they need one right now because Grosjean is just like crashing cars left and right. Just every every Grand Prix, he just crashes cars. Okay. So he uh, he has a bunch of scrapes with his teammate, and that's been going on, I guess, all season. But then it comes to a head, and at the on the cool down lap of the race, so the race is over. Everyone's doing the cool down lap to get back to the pits. Sure. Just the in lap back to the pits. He deliberately hit his his teammate like with his car (laughs) why i don't think anybody knows but like and uh he's doing the really annoying thing of being like really defensive about it on twitter and you know like retweeting people who are like he's just a go-getter sort of thing um and the trident team released a statement saying like oh no we're with this other guy like we completely support him and we're gonna we're sitting down with our lawyers to figure out what we can do with this contract. Wow. Yeah. People are pissed. Huh. But like, we get, we can't have nice things with Americans getting close to Formula One. Right. Every time an American gets close to Formula One, something catastrophic happens. Alexander Rossi had a seat and the whole team went bankrupt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The whole team went into receivership. Um, you know, this, this guy gets, and it turns out he's a terrible human being, even more so than most race car drivers. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I'm not surprised. It's like an insanely moneyed series, you know? Yes. Right. It's true. Yeah. I mean, like there's dicks in like chump car, (laughs) (laughs) you know, not as many. Right. You know? Yeah. I think, I think you're right. I think if you just grow up in that sort of environment, you're probably more prone to being an entitled little prick. Right, right, yeah. I think entitlement's the key word there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where you yeah, where you just like, oh, I, I, I didn't get my way, so I'm just going to hit my teammate with my car, with my race car, did, my open wheel race car. Yeah, so did, did his front wing make contact with the wheel? Yeah, he I broke could... his front wing off on his teammate's wheel, which like, Again, the he how would he not think first of all, he knows that there's video. Right. Everything is on video. There's a video. Right. Uh and like his team has both cars. Right, right. <laughs> if he goes into the pits and says like and they're like, What'd you hit your front wing on? And he's like, I don't know. Right. Go to tape. Uh well, just look at that dude's wheel. Right. It's right, right there. Right, right. It's crazy. Yeah. What a dummy. We can't have nice things. <laughs> when was the last things? time an, an American won a Formula One championship? Formula One championship? Yeah. I think Mario Andretti, I think, is the last one. In 71? Something. 70 something. something like that. It's been a long time, is what you're saying. Yeah. It's like nearly 50 years. Huh. Why? I mean, why is that? Well, I think... Because uh, we went all in with uh, with um, uh, Indy as our open wheel series, and there used to be more overlap between those two. Like the Indy 500 used to be on the F1 calendar, 
Okay. Back in the day. Um, so that was, that's a large part of it. And then I think also there was just, um, more energy towards sports car racing and like dirt track and NASCAR and stuff like that. Okay. Here. So we just had to different, we just had different scenes. And I mean, if you look at even like IndyCar and, you know, what used to be cart, you know, like those series, they were always way smaller than what Formula One was. Sure. Popularity wise here. Right. You know? So that's, I think that's just what it is. There's just not enough money and everything else. Right. It's, I mean, like the soccer, like, I mean, like the rest of the world has been on it for decades. Yep. And like, and while there are fans in America, it's not like something that we would consider a national pastime. Right. But let's talk about it as though it is a national pastime because there was also a Formula Effington one race today. There was. There was. And, um, and as, as you know, uh, the pole sitter was, let's say it together, Sebastian Sir Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. And they were at Silverstone, England. Right. I do know that. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, but the race was actually really very good. There was a, a horrible crash when uh, what's his name's front suspension decided it didn't want to be on the car anymore. Yeah, that was in free practice. I think three. Uh, oh, okay. Brendan Hartley had. I'm. He may have stopped shitting his pants by now, <laughs> but I wouldn't have. Yeah, he flipped upside down. Yeah. No, he didn't. He almost. He, it he was could've. close. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was so. A couple of years ago, um, Sebastian Duemi's. Um, also Toro also. Yeah. Uh, he slammed on the brakes and both, both front wheels just kept going, the right? Whole, yeah. The, the whole front assembly. The whole front suspension just collapsed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at least like... I think it, I remember the YouTube video. Is that where you can see like the carbon just chattering? Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. Just well, critical failure on both sides. Yeah, so this was, I think, scarier in a way because I think he was going a little faster and also it was only on one side. Right, right. And so it spit him into the gravel and like that easily could have gone upside down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which would have been, which would have been terrible. Oh yeah. Um, so, and, uh, and also, you know, I was talking about it with a friend, like not to mention what that does to your confidence. Uh, you know, the next time you get in the car, like, sure. If I press the brake pedal, is the car going to disintegrate around me? Exactly, because it's not like it was from contact or something like that. No. It's from the car just, like having a component failure. Right. I mean, but that also just like drives home the, like the forces and like what amazing right. feats of engineering these cars are. Like Until could, they're not. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, could you imagine like if you stomped on the brake pedal uh-huh. and your control arm snapped? Right. Like, right. That's an insane thing to think about. Right. Right. You know, there's a million other things that would break before that. Right. Right. Exactly. But not an F1. No, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was insane. But then the the big thing that happened uh, in the race was on lap one, uh, Lewis the Hamilton uh, made a kind of a, a, a shit start. And um, I, in turn three, Kimi Raikkonen uh, tried to overtake him, uh, understeered and spun. Right. And spun Lewis. And Lewis ended up in in like 17th place or something like that. Okay. Uh, basically at the to- complete back of the pack. But. But. So he ended up coming right back through the field and ended up finishing second, which is amazing. It was a crazy drive. Kimmy did? No, Lewis did. Lewis did. Oh, okay. Um, but Kimmy, Kimmy finished third. 
And but Lewis and uh, Kimmy got a 10 second penalty for it. And in the post race interview, he said that it was that was earned. That was hit. It was his fault. Sure, it was a know. mistake. It was a mistake. And you, you said somebody ended up 17th. Well, Lewis ended up in 17th place. Oh, and then clawed his way back to second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Which, it, which was, a, it was a great drive. Sure, sure. Especially since like there was like track temperature issues and tires going off and stuff like that. Um, but the, the thing I want to talk about is Mercedes uh, reaction to it after the race because both Lewis and uh, Mercedes have said things kind of inferring that Ferrari is doing this on purpose or may have done something like this on purpose. Doing what exactly, Ian? And that's what I don't know. Because in order for this diabolical scheme to come come together... The scheme of... Of hitting Lewis. Hitting Lewis, yes. Because there, there has been a few incidents recently where he's ended up getting hit or being spun. Right, or, right. Or, or, or uh, his teammate has It feels like hit. there's a target on right. their backs. Yeah. Right. And I just want to say for this particular instance, like in order for like sometimes F1 conspiracy theory, con- conspiracy theorists just need to take a second back and like do like the Tobias Funke thing of like recording themselves and then playing it back. Right. Because in order for this to be a conspiracy, they would have had to, Ferrari would have had to have set Kimmy's car up for understeer. Which right. He was battling all race and right. complained about on the radio and you could see it in the video. Like he would turn the wheel and you just kind of go straight. Sure. Um, and that's what caused the accident with him. But then also they would have to have known that Lewis would make a, like an uncharacteristically bad start. Right, right. Um, and and that the two of them would need to be together. But then he still finished second. So like, what? Right. It doesn't make any sense. Right. It doesn't make any sense at all. But they both like both Lewis and the and the team boss kind of inferred that that was the issue. That that was what was happening. That there was some kind of plot to yeah. set Kimmy's car up so that it would be easy to make it look like. Something happened. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't get it. But that's a whole thing. And it's a whole thing with like Lewis people. And I'm just saying that conspiracy theories are always dumb. Right. But this one's especially I, dumb. I, it, I, I like it because like conspiracy theories are hilariously fascinating. You know, the flat earth and stuff like that because they operate on such a grand scale. Right. Right. You know, they require so many pieces of coordination, so many, you know, humans, which we already know are fucking garbage. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know, to to all play their part perfectly. Right. right. But then when it gets scaled into something like as inconsequential as Formula One, like right. a conspiracy theory, that's hilarious. Yes. You know, that's that's fantastic. To and me. there's tons of them. Right. You, right. I mean, I mean, especially and I think Bernie didn't help matters right Nicholson didn't help matters because he did sure like an evil genius right right yeah yeah there was certainly some calculation happening somewhere right mm-hmm. yeah um but and, and, and like didn't the nba have a points fixing uh scandal a uh, while ago no okay how do i know more about that yeah i, I have no idea yeah it's yeah. one of my like three uh sports that yeah I, it, it's not on the list of like three sports that i watch so i don't know yeah yeah so I mean the FIA has, or the uh, FIFA has tons of that stuff, right? Yeah, match fixing and stuff like that. Yeah, but this would be on another level. This would be like 
I'm controlling events outside the, of things that I can normally control. Right, right. This is like Superman, what is it, three or four, like uh, Richard Pryor's building a computer that controls the weather. Right, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. Like nine-dimensional chess. Uh-huh, yeah. All of that sort of stuff. It's just... A typical race weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the puppet masters. Exactly. Yeah, there, there was no conspiracy to hit Lewis on purpose because it didn't work out. Right. That's the evidence. Right. Like, he'd still beat Kimmy, so... Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah people are idiots. Anyway, they are. That's it. Um, why don't we play an FMK cars? Okay, sure, sure. Um, for some reason, I went down a deep, deep rabbit hole. I don't know why. Oh, I do. I saw a... Um, uh, I saw a, well, I, I have a few. I was, I had started one about, uh, coops, but I think we'll skip that one. Um, I saw an Isuzu the other day uh-huh. and I remember uh, an Isuzu Ascender. Oh, right. Okay. Which See, was the same as the Chevy Trailblazer? I think think so this is when our voices get really high yeah we're we're sure we're misspeaking but it's one of those cars where like you look at it and and you go oh yeah that's right that did historically happen right right yeah yeah like when someone just mentions grover cleveland you're like oh yeah that was a president Mm -hmm. right yeah so i saw an isuzu ascender and in addition to making myself s- learn how to spell Isuzu consistently, <laughs> right? I figured I would start doing some research about Isuzu. And it turns out they're actually pretty fascinating, right? So they've produced some pretty bonkers vehicles, the Viacross for sure, right. right? But this one, Ian, these are Isuzu concept SUVs, okay? Not just concept cars, because they have their share of concept cars. Right, yeah. But they really went down this rabbit hole of making concept SUVs for a while. Okay. All okay? Right. So these are Isuzu concept SUVs. Okay. So first up, <laughs> ISUZU. All right? <laughs> we have the 1989. So you know it's good. Yeah. 1989. Uh, this is the multi-cross is what this is called. Okay. All right. So this, look at this, Ian. Okay. It looks what like... in it, the hell? See? It looks like it drove off of the Jurassic Park 1 lot. It looks like a lifted like, gremlin. It does. Yes, you're right. You're right. It, it, with a little bit of Fiat Panda thrown in. Yes. Right? Yeah, like or like first generation Fiat Panda. You're right. right. Yeah. 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 So thank you, carstyling.ru, for the picture. Yeah. So a 1989 Isuzu Multicross. What is that? See, this is once what I once even I is that once I started digging, Ian, you get some gold. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then let's go. Uh, next, I'm going to give you another Isuzu concept SUV. It is the VX-2. So much better than the VX-1, Ian. Here it is. This is the VX-2. Uh, let's see if we can find a good picture for you. So it kind of like <laughs> like the RoboCop version of a Nissan Murano. There you go. There you go. Yeah, and it's a coupe. Oh 
weird. And it has this weird like nose on the roof. Like I don't what know. What year that, is this? This is a. I don't know. I think this, this is a ninety something. Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Even by like modern standards. Uh huh. You know, like because modern uh, concept cars, like the wheels are all like stupid, right? Crazy oversized. Those are insane. Yeah. 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 No, it's sitting on like thirty fours or something. I don't know. It's up there. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, it's dude. Isuzu made some concept SUVs. Yeah. Like their concept SUV budget was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Or not good enough. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then lastly, the 1989 Costa. C-O-S-T-A. Okay. Look at that, Ian. What in the hell? These all look like toy cars that somebody had turned into a car. Somebody it, made a pickup truck out of Howard the Duck. You're exactly right. It also looks like, I don't know, like, a, a, yeah, a, a Suzuki SX9 roller skate convertible thing. Do you have any information on, like, the powertrain? Powertrain? No. <laughs> like, no. No. <laughs> none. Let's just say that it's tolerable across, okay. <laughs> across the board. All right. So you have the weird yellow multi-cross, which looks more plastic than anything. That thing is, that, that doesn't even look real. It looks like a Lego car. It does. It does. Yeah. That's so weird. Look, the windshield wipers are on the top. It's got these big like off-roading lights. Well, and it looks like the, the doors come off and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. It looks like it's all They modular. definitely do external hinges for the doors. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. Ian. Super weird. What do you think you would do? FMK. The VX2. (laughs) That is bonkers, right? It really is. Yeah. Oh, look at the seats. I just noticed the seats. Oh, yeah. They're like racing seats. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. Or the Costa. Oh, man. This is a tough... This is a tough call because... I, Even if you had Bob Costas in the Costa. (laughs) I want to drive all of them. Right? See? Dude, very this curious. is just three of them, Ian. Yeah. There's more. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're really cool. Yeah. Um, Once you hit that Wikipedia page, you get a lot of tabs show up in your browser. <laughs> it just does it on your own. <laughs> we need a Team Clear Coat Wikipedia extension for Chrome. Yeah. Like when you go to a certain page, it just it opens everything you should open from there. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's a really good idea <laughs> yeah just the rabbit hole extension uh-huh. Boop. yeah yeah take me yeah so like you go to the you go to the wikipedia page for the volvo 240 right uh-huh. and it just like one of the pages is like an ls swap guide right right yeah another page is like you know all of the marketing you know like then the lawsuit that for you know the fake bigfoot ad you know remember <laughs> that when they had steel beams inside the volvo oh right yeah yeah i forgot about for anybody that. who doesn't know volvo had this television commercial where they had a uh um monster truck run over there uh, a bunch of cars and theirs and theirs didn't collapse then they said it was because the volvo was so strong it turned out that they had put steel beams inside the car <laughs> like i beams like i beams yeah yeah so like of course it didn't skyscraper i beams yeah 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 uh-huh yeah, yeah. and then i they had to pay something i don't know yeah so so anyway back to isuzu and their weird ass suv yeah. concepts all right, so I think, I think I'm gonna crush. <sighs> See? Oh man! See? I don't want to kill any of them. I don't want to r- deprive the world of any of these. Yeah. I think I think I'm gonna crush 
The multi-cross. Okay. All right. No, I can't do that. <laughs> All right. I'm crushing the VX2. Okay. Okay. I'm crushing the VX2. All right. It looks like a pain to get in and out of, but it looks so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. But I'm so intrigued by the other ones. So I think I will marry the multi-cross. Okay. Crush to marry just that quick. Okay. I'm going to marry the multi-cross. All right. And then for a day, you and Bob Costas in the Costa. Oh, no. You're driving with me. Okay. Even though it's a convertible. Yeah. We're driving around. One I'll of some, some block up. Yeah. We'll just, we'll, we'll get, I'll hold an umbrella over you. Well, thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They, Asusu certainly went in with this, um, this upper lip, uh, skid plate protector. Yeah. The underbite. Yeah. The underbite. Uh, yeah. So they had it on the multi-cross and the Costa. Yeah. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, yeah. The underbite. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So yeah. So, uh, dude, Asusu is a gold mine. Yeah. It's Yeah. Right, I'm excited to do the car, the concept cars next. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ian. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have that one, but I started it. Oh well, I'm excited for next week then. Yeah. Speaking of concept cars, I have one more FMK cars for you. I want to hear it. Okay, Ian, and this is uh, this is going to start with an Isuzu as well. Okay. So, Ian, this one is called Concept Cars from What Is the Absolute Best Year in Music. But about that. So, absolute best year in music. You're going to say 1990. Lower. 1980. Yep. Nine. Yep. So, that'll be like, I don't know what came out in 1980. Pretty Hate Machine. Pretty Hate Machine. Yep. Uh, Yep. De La Soul. An excess record, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. But uh, so you're gonna get a con- you're gonna get a concept car from 1989. Okay, okay. And there's going to be one specific song that is constantly playing in the car from that year. Okay. But about it being the best, yeah. this is not because other music came out in 1989. Other music that we should not be proud of. Okay. Okay. First up, Ian, you get an Isuzu 4200R. Whoa. Look, see? Isuzu, Ian. Look at that. It looks like yeah. a crazy, insane Lamborghini Ford Probe. <laughs> it does, There is a little bit of Ford Probe in there. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It yeah. looks amazing. It uh, looks, there's a little bit of uh, RX-7. Yep. Yep. In the front, the yep. FD RX-7. Yeah, it looks amazing by today's standards, and this was from 1989. Well, that's really this is cool truly looking. a concept car. Yeah. So, Ian, unfortunately, Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation is playing in the stereo all the time, and if you want, you can dress up like uh, like one of the dancers in the video. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I do want, yeah. Yeah, you should want. Yeah. All right? But look, but look at what you get. You get an Isuzu 4200R. That's really cool. All right. Second up, Ian, I'm going to give you a Mitsubishi HSR. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but this is Mitsubishi's crazy sports car from the era. Weird. People were on a pretty awesome wavelength uh, in 1989. Yeah. Was this... um, Okay. All right. Mitsubishi, huh? Yeah. Look at that all glass cockpit thing yeah right it yeah, looks like a Le, make, it looks a little like lamont prototype i wonder right. if this was like response to mazda doing so well it could be yeah yeah ian oh uh the song ian i'm sorry oh look at look at that Whoa. it's got these weird little things these arrow things yeah in the back that's really cool crazy oh it's active aerodynamics 
Crazy. Wow. Okay. So, Ian, the song. You like Prince? Yeah. You know what came out in 1989? I don't. Moved Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Keaton. My dad loved that soundtrack. Like, unironically loves that soundtrack, including the Bat Dance. The Bat Dance. God damn it. All right. Ian? Yes. Lastly. Lastly, (laughs) you're going to do... Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite song. Nissan. Uh Uh-huh. Neo X... Okay. Look at this. Holy shit. Ian. Look at that. That's it's amazing. It's a beautiful, cool. elegant. Yeah. That's really cool. It's beautiful. It, 1989, this is what they were doing, Ian. Look at that dash. Yeah. It's so simple and cool. It That's is. Really, I like that. Right? Yeah. So, Ian. Those wheels are nutty. Yeah, right? Look at the like pinholes in there. They are. They look like really high-end speaker grills. Yeah. Right? They really do. Yeah. Mercedes took those and used them in their new interiors. Yeah, it's really weird. Like it it looks like it's got some like it's got a little Nissan POW in it. It does. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like it's like a a a grown-up POW. Like you can see where like right. the Infinity J series like and the Qs started from something like this. Yeah. Right? But yeah, you can really see the, like the cutesy pow stuff. Yeah. It's like... But elegant. Right. Cute but elegant. It'd be like... Elegant. (laughs) Elegant. It'd be like if there was like a makeover show. Uh Uh-huh. And someone only dressed in like Hello Kitty. Sure. And that sort of shit. And was like super cutesy, but she was like 35 and was at a professional job. And so they made this person over uh, to be professional. Right. That's what it ended up looking like. And and they just ended up with a, like a, a very tasteful Hello Kitty pocket square. Yes. Right? Yes, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or kerchief. Correct. Right? Uh, it's really cool looking. I would 100% drive this today. Yeah. Right? Ian. Yeah, it's super cool. The song. Oh, God. You forgot about the song. 1989, Ian. I was hoping you were going to forget, to be honest. Well, a drunken individual named Billy Joel wrote a song. I fucking hate Billy Joel. In 1989. I hate Billy Joel. Do you know what it is? I mean, I don't... It's not going to be good. We didn't start the fire. Was that 1989? Sure was on the album Stormfront. Track one. Hit you with it right up front. Wow, I, I think, I think, I know decision. Down Easter Alexa was close to it as well, which also, also, a, you know, a, 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 a disturbing amount about Billy Joel. Guess who had the Stormfront cassette when he was a kid? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So I got to put up with Billy Joel in that, in that. Not just Billy Joel, right. but we Billy Joel, we fire. didn't start the fire because I will actually go toe to toe with you and say that there's some legit good Billy Joel songs. So you can fucking bring it. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I understand right, that. What were the That's other, the whole purpose of an argument. I know. <laughs> what were the other ones? It was the it was the the Mitsubishi yes. like uh Lamal racer basically. Yes. With um Active Arrow and Bat Dance. And Bat Dance and uh-huh. uh, a a cooker right. for uh, a roof. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then an induction cooker. The Isuzu uh 4200R yeah. with um 
What is it? Uh, Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation. Okay. All yeah. right. Hmm. I know what I'd do. I think that's the best song. Okay. Janet Jackson is the best song of the three. It's pretty popping. I mean, it's certainly better than Billy Joel. Yeah. The thing is, though, that car is just too cool. It is. The, the Nissan. It is, right? The Isuzu is super cool, too. It is. It looks like a, it, like the back end looks like a Koenigsegg. Yeah, it's nutty. Um, yeah. I think the answer is I'm going to crush the Mitsubishi. Oh, okay. I'm All right. Kill the and Mitsubishi Bat Dance. And Bat Dance. The best print, the best song Prince ever wrote. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, now we're just now we're just getting crazy. Um, and then I think, hmm, I think I'm gonna have to marry, even though I hate this song so much. Uh, that Nissan. Okay, I gotta marry the Nissan. Okay, it's just it's it looks, elegant. It's it amazing. Wants to be j- daily driven. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and you would be the coolest person ever. Yeah. Rolling around in that thing. Right. Uh, and then I would, for a day, drive the shit out of that thing. Just right. in the mountains. And and you and I would dress up like the dancers from Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation. Well, yeah. I, I mean, we do that when we go <laughs> drive, drive in the mountains anyway. Right? Adoy. Yeah. 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 Nice. Is that what would you do? Uh, um, yeah, I would, I would marry the Nissan. Um, and I would... Oh, man... I think for a for a day, I would definitely drive the Isuzu. Yeah, forty two hundred R. Okay. Yeah, Isuzu, man. They had some fucking cocaine money back in the eighties, man. Well, but they did. They did, but they didn't. But they didn't. Also, right. Because exactly. They, <laughs> because they were scooped up by GM. Right. Yeah. Right. So they 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 had the Via Cross, and they had a couple other cars that were like in house, I guess. Right. But, like most of their stuff were just rebadged. Like, rebadged. Yeah. Yeah. Other stuff. Yeah, but they had like the impulse and the stylus. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. So, okay. uh, yeah. So that's the fruits of my uh, Azuzu rabbit hole. Speaking of uh, mountain driving, mm-hmm. uh, I took a bike ride in the mountains today, and this is uh, uh, my my eyes. Okay. Um, but uh, I took a bike ride in the mountains, and I was going up Squaw Pass and Juniper Pass today, which is a, it's beautiful. But unfortunately, there is a fair amount of road traffic. You're on actually on the road, right? And it, there is a, a a good bike lane for most of it. But um, between all the motorcycles and stuff like that, and a few of them blasting classic rock, as we love, right? The best. Yeah. Um, there was a like a supercar club that was going up the mountains as well. Right. Okay. You know, like they want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. First up, car. I and this is what I heard coming, and I knew. Good things were about to cross my eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ferrari 488. Nice. Right? Beautiful. Uh, behind it was a Porsche Carrera 4. Um, and then, uh, it, rounding out the group was like, a, of course, a, the obligatory Lamborghini Gallardo. Yeah. Black with green plastic dipped wheels, you know. Nice. Right? Yeah. Uh, um, a, you know, some a Mustang of some variety, a BMW M4. But, Ian, there was a 19... 19- or no, 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 a 2016, I, I need to pu- pull this up, Dodge Viper ACR. Oh, shit. Right? Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Right? Yeah, you don't see those around that much. No, you don't. You don't, Ian. And it was the white with the black and red stripe. Yeah. It was really cool. 
That is super cool. Right? That's the car, like, that if, <clears throat> if, like, we were just to, like, think about it on its own, like, it's like, oh, okay, all right, it's there. But, like, you kind of put it a- against some other supercars, and it's not the best, but it's kind of the one you might want to drive if you had to pick, if you had your pick. Right? Yeah, and it, it's so funny. Uh, the the Viper's trajectory to me is really is really interesting, especially the, this like last iteration of it. Yeah, because the Hellcat engine came out. Right, and, right. And you know the the Viper was always so like, you know the the naturally aspirated piece of it was such a big thing with that car. Right, and the right. V10, and V10, the whole thing. But now, like, you can buy a four door. You know, a, a four-door... A supercharged sedan. Sedan. Yeah, with, with 700 horsepower. More horsepower than right, that. Right, right. Um, it's just so strange. Uh, and they just kind of like, I guess we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> right, right. Which just as a as a brand. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's still like, I know in my... It's like you're saying. Like, I know in my head... Right. That that is not like a top 10 car that right. I should want to drive. Right, exactly, exactly. But, but, <laughs> but, but the same brain that thought the Mitsubishi 3000 GT that my middle school teacher See? was driving because that car came out when I was, because the original car came out when I was like nine or seven or eight or something like that. It's like, it just holds this incredible thing in my imagination. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that was like, also one of the cars in like the first need for speed game and true like so it had a st- it had like the strong video game car legacy as well right you know right yeah. and it was always like super hard to drive in all the video games oh yeah go figure mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i've driven one on a track oh that's right you did because yeah. you drove that and the lotus right yep drove that and the lotus uh the lotus was on an autocross track the viper was on the uh pike's peak um, raceway down in Colorado Springs. The Roval. Uh, yep, uh, the oval, but with the road course extension. Yeah, Roval. Roval. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't know you actually said a word. Yeah, but, no, that's a real word. That's what they call it. That's what they call it when okay. they when they do like the half oval or the three quarter oval, right? With a road kicker. With, yeah, with the infield. Oh, okay, it's called a Roval course. Yeah, see, I, I didn't even know road and oval. Oh, yeah, it's a portmanteau. Huh? Is that how you say that? Portmanteau. Is that mm-hmm. shit? Yeah, sorry. Is, is that one of the words that you've always read but never heard out loud? Yep. I didn't know what it. I didn't know how it sounded until I heard Paul F. Tompkins pronounce it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if you're going to take somebody's word on it, yeah, it's going to be you're his. Take a dapper gentleman. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no. so what? How? What was it like? Fucking terrifying. <laughs> and. It wasn't terrifying from a, like, oh, my God, this has a ton of power. It was an older one, though, right? Yeah, it was this second generation, I think. Yeah, second generation. Right. My head stuck up over the, like, my helmet stuck up over the windshield line. That's already terrifying. As as it's wont to do. Yeah. Um, But... um, the torque was insane. Like feel like the like feeling that like truck engine. It's a truck engine. Feeling mm-hmm. the tr- you know yeah. right. That's crazy. But it was the most vague thing I've ever driven. Really, ever. You got nothing through your butt ever, <laughs> ever. Now I I'm sure other iterations they've completely changed that. But the, like just the straight like vanilla stock viper that you would buy you know mm-hmm. back in like 2007 or whatever 
right? Like that was pants shittingly vague. And mm. I'm sure it's different if you're like truly at 10 tenths, I would hope, but you got nothing. Like honestly, it it I might as well have had a PlayStation controller. Yeah. It was really scary. Yeah, that's terrible. Especially since I went from a Lotus right. to that within that like been part of half it. an hour. <laughs> but for real, it was so vague. Like yeah. I just, I got nothing. That's really disconcerting. I moved the wheel and the car moved, but you didn't really have any other feedback other than your eyes. Well, that's really weird. Yeah. It was a video game. Huh. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Ian... Uh, talk to people about stuff while I pull up our voicemail. Oh. Can you do that? I can do that. Can you please? So we, uh, if you don't know, we have a, uh, a, a hotline that you can call. And this is for when you're driving along and you don't have like your, your, uh, what do you call it? Your intern available to take a picture, the picture for you, or you're actually abiding by laws and not taking pictures while you're driving. Right. But you see something and you're like, Oh my God, I got to talk to somebody about this because either it makes me really happy or, Oh my God, I can't believe somebody bought that thing. So let's, so Henry, uh, we played his message on one of our previous shows. Mm -hmm. Hello, Henry. He called us with a, oh my God, I can't believe somebody bought that thing. And we heard the despair in his voice over a Chevy HHR SS. I'd like to report that this is the opposite. He's happy. Fantastic. Here we go. Hey, um, this is Henry again, um, calling this time I, with a positive thing because I just saw. Oh God. Did I pause that? Right out on the road, like it was no big deal, a tiny little Suzuki mini truck, like a K truck or something. It was light blue, like Robin's egg blue, and it was adorable, and it was just out there, like there was no, like, there was no problem, and it just made me really happy, and yeah, so... Thanks. Um, yeah, I hope this brightens your day too to know that someone's driving a little Suzuki mini truck. Um, yeah, love you guys. Um, bye. We love you too, Henry. And yes, so that's like, yes, if you have these polar ends of the spectrum, yeah. right? You can't deal with what you're seeing or you're just so happy. Yeah. Right? Well, I, that's like, I mean, I completely uh, identify with this voicemail because k cars just they brighten your day they do it's like seeing a golden retriever puppy yeah exactly yes yeah that's exactly right and i remember remember when kirby my friend kirby was in japan and he sent us these pictures he kept sending us pictures of cars right and he sent me this one picture that had like it was like a supra and like a nissan gtr r34 r34 yes gtr but then like (laughs) on the end like barely in frame was like a little k truck and i was like tell me everything (laughs) there is to know about it that's yeah and if we're picking like jdm ultimate cars then we see the k truck yeah that's what we want to know more about yeah tell me about this chimney <laughs> yeah and he was just like you're an idiot didn't <laughs> no. respond to my text for like no a day. no so remember on last uh last episode uh i gave you an fmk cars where you had to wear a fedora i do remember that remember what the car was i don't remember <laughs> nick lindy does hey guys it's nick lindy again oh, uh calling the famous hotline the one and only hey uh i have to Oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. I have to make a confession. I used to own 
a Mitsubishi Lancer OZ rally, and it was hot garbage. <laughs> so, yeah, everything you said about it on your most recent episode is 100% true. Uh, the one thing it did have going for it, though, is it could turn on a dime, so that was kind of cool uh, for doing donuts and things. But, yeah, no, it was not fast, and as soon as it hit 100,000 miles, it was just terrible. Uh, yeah, love the show. That's all. Okay, bye. Well, thank you, Nick. And so, like, like we all have things that in our autom- automotive past that we were ashamed of. I actually owned a Toyota Camry at some point. Right. Right? right. I had that Saturn. Yeah. Right. Not good. Yeah. I mean, our buddy Ike with the Untitled Car Show would, you know, beat you up for saying that that was your, uh, you know, you're ashamed of it. I know. Yeah. He's a strange person. <laughs> but wait, that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. That's okay. We learn from our mistakes. We learn from our mistakes, right? We can't all be winners. Yeah. Nick, and as long as there, Nick, as long as there isn't a picture of you in a fedora in the OZ Rally <laughs> Lancer, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay, buddy. If there is, let us know. We'll help you scrub that from the internet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Disclaimer, we don't know how to do it. <laughs> exactly. If we're, disclaimer, we're not really doing that. Okay. So, um, so we got a voicemail from a listener. I'm sorry. I don't know who this is and we're going to play it. All right. And we need, we need to see pictures, but yes, here we go. So... I have my eyes, and it's a car stanza of my car. A guy at work who must be... I, I just want to coin a term, term for this real quick. When you when there's your car, right, that you have, and then, like, somebody has a nigh-identical one, you call it a car... Uh, Coppelganger. <laughs> Doppelganger, but with car, Ian Portmanteau. Okay, back to, back to the voicemail. E... The, uh, you know, on the uh, prized customer list at Pet Boys has a car just like mine, an Acura TFX, with all this crap stuck on it, including a, uh, what do they call them, Type S badge. Because there are Type Type S's, but his car isn't automatic, and there were no Type S. TSX is sold in America. Oh, and also I saw Brickman today. So I can send you pictures if you'd fix your email thing <laughs> on your website, or maybe I should be using the Twitter to do that. Anyway, bye. So yes, you can use the Twitter <laughs> to do that. Um, alternatively, I did fix the email thing <laughs> on the website. And I, yeah, so you have a, you have a couple ganger of your own car, like, and the Pep Boys equivalent. We need to see pictures of that. Yeah. And also if you saw a Bricklin, that's badass. That is badass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those are crazy cars. Yeah. The SV1. Yeah. Gullwing, baby. Yeah. Uh, also like one of the worst cars ever made, but, right. uh, but amazing looking. Right, it's a it's a good example of a ambition far outstripping execution. We're not familiar with that at all. Nope. <laughs> you know what the SV stood for in Brooklyn SV one? I don't. No. Look at the front bumper. Safety vehicle. <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real. Yeah That's that amazing. that bumper was designed to take like a certain impact. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Safety vehicle. It's a strange car. It is. It is. So also, uh, previous caller voicemail that we played, uh, 
you gave us the honor. We finally made it. You pocket dialed us. <laughs> so yep. thank you for the butt dial. We appreciate that. It finally feels like we made it. Yep. This is what it smells like, right? I hope not. Yeah. All right. Well then, Ian, what do you say we wrap this up? I think so. I think we can do that. Oh, lastly, lastly, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. We got an email from a, a gentleman named Kelly. Oh. Did you see that? I don't think I saw that. So, Ian. Uh, oh, I did see this. Yes, yeah. this is awesome. Yes. Yeah, so, Kelly, uh, at Sedalia, Missouri, drive a bl- uh, Kelly drives a black 1999 Civic with some pretty bad clear coat damage on the hood. When I bought the car, it is, this is what Kelly said, when I bought the car, I had no idea I was buying into a whole team. I'm currently binge listening to your guys' shows, and I'm writing this while listening to episode 11. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's fantastic. Welcome to the team, and sorry. Yeah. 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 Thank you and sorry. Should, should um, you stick with it until episode 149? Which means you'll get to that episode in a day or I'm two. Like six months. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate you. Yeah, uh, for sure. To our show. Yeah, that's awesome. So thank you for sending us the email. And of course, it, anybody with peel and clear coat is certainly honorary instant member. Bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them in. We'll, we'll bring, bring them in, in for a creepy yep. hug. Yep. Yep. That's right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ian, what should people do if they want to hear more of this? Uh, they should uh, do the things on the iTunes with the rating and the reviewing and the subscribing. Definitely. And then they should do the thing on the YouTube of also the the subscribing. Definitely. And then they should call our hotline when they see something. They should say something. 720-515-1391. Way to pull up the number, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Way to pull up the number. It's the first time I've gotten it <laughs> right there because I had it on my phone. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So on my memory. Send us your FMK cars, uh, teamclearcoat at gmail.com, or you can click the link on the website now that Ian fixed it. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. that. Anyway. Yeah. And then uh, the media's social. Yep. Twitter. We're on all those. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter. and We seem to be on that one the most. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's the one we have the fewest followers. But you've been doing the best work. Yeah. <laughs> We have Ian to thank for that. We're smart. We are. We are. This is how we're leaning in. Yep. Yep. Exactly. All right, everybody. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. We love you. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.